This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode 173. Hey guys, welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the podcast where we try to help you figure out what's working in marketing and hiring, training, all of those good things. We bring on the guests who are doing spectacular things in the restaurant space, and we talk to them on the show here and share their knowledge with you. That's what we do. We do that with this podcast. We do that with our mastermind groups. We do that with our live show on Tuesday nights on Facebook, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can find all of that information over at smartpizzamarketing.com. Last few shows have been pretty good. I've got a lot of good feedback. Thank you so much if you've reached out to me and I haven't gotten back to you. I apologize. But if you did reach out to me, uh, I got a lot of good feedback from the Lee show. Lee Cockrell, who was the senior VP of Walt Disney World Resorts. Uh, shared our, uh, he just shared a ton of great information. He's a vast knowledge of when it comes to customer service and company culture. He's written four tremendous books. And it was my pleasure to have him come on the show and share his information with you. And I'm going to ask Lee to come join us on a live show, I believe, in the future. I'll be back and forth with some emails. So if you want to get on our email list, smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash email, that's going to be the best place for you to get notified. If we do have Lee come on the live show and join us, you can come hang out live, ask Lee your questions, but we're working on that. I'm excited for today's guest. My guest today's name is Glenn Sabolski. And if you've ever been to the Pizza Expo, he's all over the Pizza Expo. He speaks there. He has a seminar with Dan, Pizza Man Dan, who's been on the show before, all about how to build a million dollar pizzeria the pitfalls, the mistakes you make, the, the things that you're going to need to learn. Uh, that's part of the Pizza Expo. He also runs some competitions over there. So you're definitely familiar and you've seen Glenn, uh, formerly of Persona Pizza, uh, around online and at the Pizza Expo. He's going to join me today to talk about his consulting thing that he's doing and you know, some pitfalls of operating a pizzeria. You know, sometimes it's hard. Not sometimes. It's hard to operate a pizzeria, and we all know that. And when Glenn goes in to consult with somebody, what does he look for? What things does he know needs to change, and how does he know if it's a right fit? Like, if someone's stuck in their ways, is it okay to just close your door? Like, you have to really be okay with fixing things and changing in order to be successful. And we talk all about that, what Glenn looks for, and how he helps people fix the problems they have in their pizzeria when he goes in there and consults with people. So I'm excited to share the show today with Glenn Sabolski. Before we get into that, uh, I just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Online Ordering Solutions. Online Ordering Solutions is streamlining pizzerias by integrating all third-party online orders directly into their point-of-sale system. Yes, that's right. If you use Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Chownow, Eat24, Caviar, and more, they streamline and integrate all of that right into your point-of-sale system. They work with about a dozen different point-of-sale systems to make it super easy for you to use those third parties and not have uh, tablets all over the place or fax machines. They wrote fax machines here, but listen, if you're using a fax machine, Please email me, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com, because I want to know why you're using a fax machine and listening to a podcast, because that's kind of weird. Uh, but they do all of that for you. If you want some more information on how they can easily set it up for you, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash online ordering solutions. That's where we have all of the information for you there. If you can't remember that, just go to smartpizzamarketing.com and then type in products we recommend or just hit the tab that says products we recommend. And their information will pop up right there for you. All right. If you want some information, too, about our mastermind group, we always have a couple spots available for you. If you're a hardworking guy or gal owning a pizzeria, you want to know what's working, ask some questions, but you're more of a hands-on type of person, 
the mastermind group is perfect for you. So you can come ask questions, ask other business owners what's working for them, ask me, join our private Facebook group, and it's pretty cheap. So head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind for information about that. All right, guys, let's get into the episode today with Glenn Sabolsky. I'm excited to share this one for with you. I think you're going to get some good information out of it. Listen, I don't put out shows unless I think you're going to get good information. So that doesn't really need to be said, but I'm excited to share the show with you. Uh, Glenn did a great job of explaining what he does and how he helps re restaurateurs like yourself. And uh, here we go. Let's get into it. Glenn Sabalski, who is a certified Italian pizzaiola, executive chef, world pizza champion. You can find him over at glennsabolsky.com. Glenn, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Bruce, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. It's awesome to be on the show. I was looking at my Skype before we got on here. I think you and I talked uh, in back in May of 2016, so almost two years ago. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? How freaking time goes by. Uh, you know, I get to see it expo and and you know a couple of the events a year, but uh, yeah, I miss talking to you. I know. I feel like as I get older, uh, time flies by even faster, which is annoying because I'm getting older. Well, yeah. Hey, listen, we don't want to talk about older, okay? Because I think I've got <laughs> maybe a few years on <laughs> decades, rather. Uh, but it's great to have you on the show, Glenn. So I know you've been up to a lot of different things. You you starting a new consulting business? Well, not necessarily new, but you're going full into it, uh, and we'll touch on that. But give people a little bit of a background if they are not familiar with you, or uh, if they haven't had the pleasure of meeting you in person at the Pizza Expo. Give us a little bit of background on what you've been doing in the pizza industry. Pleasure of meeting me at the Pizza Expo. Well, I hope everybody feels that way. <laughs> um, you know, Bruce, I've been building a, uh, uh, a national brand for the past five years. Um, uh, you know, I've owned 17 restaurants uh, over the past 25 years. And um, now I'm getting into a phase of my career where I'm going to actually ratchet it back a little bit. And, and what I mean by that is uh, I created a a, along with the, the owner of Forenza, I created a, a, a partnership with my last brand, Persona, uh, and merged uh, Persona with Forenza with Dave Wood. Uh, uh, Dave's a 20-year um, veteran uh, plus in the pizza industry. He's got a great team behind him. Um, and I was very happy when that, uh, when that merger um, you know, was finally done. Uh, I did leave the company about four, four or five months later um, you know, to pursue other uh, interests. And, um, so, you know, it's been really a fun past, you know, year, uh, for me because I've really been able to anchor myself down. Um, I went and helped, uh, Pyology, Carl Chang, uh, had me come out to Pyology for six months and that's just finishing up that, that agreement's just finishing up. And I had a great time with Pyology. Um, but now I'm going to focus on uh, a new concept, I've got a new concept that I'm I'm almost done with a, a business plan and formulation for, and I am consulting 100% now. I, you know, I've I've done it over the years a little bit here and there, but I feel at this point in my career I have an enormous amount of of um, data that's been compiled, uh, life experience that's been compiled. You know, we've talked about this before. There's ups and downs in this industry. Nobody. Nobody is is immune to the swings of the economy and and the industry itself. So um, I know now that I can take 
take you know large companies of 150 to 250 stores locations i can take small companies and i can absolutely improve their bottom lines through not only culinary creations but operations and things like that so i i'm i'm heading into a new part of my career that i'm extremely excited about and you have the uh, experience and history of working not only for yourself, but for big corporations, medium-sized corporations, and small businesses, like you said. So sometimes no matter what uh, part of the business you're in, if you're just starting out a single location, you need help. And also those big companies, they're, they're trying to do things, and they're so convoluted sometimes with the way that they have their business structure that they need help as well. So it's good that you have the experience in all of those yeah, it's fun. Um, you know, and, and again, life is an experience. So hopefully we're going to learn until we're no longer here up to the day. We're no longer here. We're going to be learning about different things. And, and like I said, the, the environment in larger corporations is much more different than small companies, but I think that's what the small operators are, are missing. You know, um, I know you've been in the pizza business, you know, you're not just a pizza marketing guy. You started from the roots like we all have, right? You have your ups and your downs, and and you know you and I have talked about this before. I've closed restaurants that didn't work. Um, I don't know anybody really that hasn't. Uh, that's just part of this business. So, um, if if I can help someone uh, to uh, walk around the landmines that they're surely going to uh, run into in this business. And, and not only help them save money, but help them optimize their their operations, their culinary, and every aspect of the restaurant. And that, you know, it just makes me feel really good. I mean, we're supposed to we're, we're here on earth to serve people, and yes, we have to make a living. But um, part of that, you know, most of that is feel, most of that passion is fueling that serving of people, helping people to uh, uh, to succeed. Yeah. What, what was your first job in the pizza industry? Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> wow. I got to think way back on that because, um, you know, I started early on, like 14 years old, I started stocking shelves at, at a, at a deli, uh, liquor store. Um, certainly wasn't pizza, but I think Zim's, uh, there was a restaurant in, in Corte Madera here in Northern California that I worked at as a uh, busboy and dishwasher. And then I moved into, uh, you know, some food prep and I think Zim's served some pizzas, but, um, Gosh, that's it. You know, I think it was. Uh, <laughs> it's always I, I'm fascinated by how people get started because it's generally not a story of yeah. I went to college. I opened my first pizza restaurant after I went to business school, and now I'm a successful restaurateur. It's always something like yeah. I was a delivery driver, or I started in business, or I went to school to, for something else and hated it, and I came back. I love hearing that story. Yeah, well, you know, my, my passion for food was certainly uh, fueled by my father, who uh, was not in the food business, but he loved family. He loved being, you know, having family around, and he loved cooking for everybody. Uh, so I, I think that was really part of, of my passion. And then, of course, you know, going to Italy uh, early on and, and tasting real pizza compared to what we've had here in the States, um, it, it really you know, basically started from there, but I've, I've loved food my entire life. And obviously, uh, the passion of cooking food, uh, uh, thankfully I've gotten much, much better at my craft than I was <laughs> years, years ago. Um, but yeah, first pizzeria experience, it's a really tough one for me. I, I honestly, I think the first, you know, the first pizzeria experience was probably in Frigene, Italy at the Sonia del Mare, uh, you know, back in 88. Wow. Uh, I think so. That's interesting. My, mine was 
Are you familiar with the uh, company Pizzeria Regina up here in Boston? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I started making pizzas there my first time. That's where I, my, my pizza career started back in, I don't remember the year, but I was 15 or 16 years old. And I remember the time when the guy, the pizza maker at the time, his name was Gino. And I was actually just doing something else, and it was a busy Friday night. And he's like, hey, I need your help. And I'm like, I, you need my help? I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, just do this. And he showed me real quick. And then I started to love it from there. And then the rest is history, as they say. The rest is history. You know, it's it's the old saying of the mafia. Once you're in, you can't get out. It's <laughs> the same way, you know. It's, yep. uh, and, and I'm not making a correlation there at all. But bottom line is is that um, if, if you have passion, passion is the key. Uh you know, I, I talk to a lot of pizzeria operators that have lost their passion. We have uh, countless shows on TV now where a, a chef or, or a, um, an industry quote an, a quote, and I'm using my quotes very loosely here, uh, an industry professional goes in and, and, and yells at everybody to fix their restaurant. Um, you know, listen, I've had my bouts of yelling in the kitchen when you're under a, a you know, a 300 cover night and and you're at the end of you know trying to wind up the last three or four tables um it it gets pretty challenging but we thrive on that passion we thrive on that challenge and um that's one of the things that i think is is important about helping people uh to succeed uh, it's not about yelling and screaming it's really about fundamentals and i think you know this uh there was a little rumor that you were voted one of the top 20 or top 10, uh, um, you know, marketing, uh, restaurant marketers in the nation last year chosen. I think that's phenomenal because part of that is, is being able to be professional, um, understand what you're great at and then drive it home. Right. Uh, and I think I've talked to you about this before, you know, I'm not necessarily a marketing professional, but I sure do know a lot about it. And I learned about it the hard way, right? Uh, which means I didn't use marketing, <laughs> which is key to success. Right. And that, and that title only cost me a few dollars, by the way. Right. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I agree. What do you, and uh, the, the, I get questions a lot because I think we talked about this off air that I'm a marketing guy, right? So I'm not necessarily the best guy when it comes to uh, consulting, when it comes to recipes or hiring or training. And yeah, I know how to do that, but I'm not the best. And that's why I I generally have people like yourself or other industry experts come on and teach about that uh, because that's their specialty. And what do you think you see when you go into a restaurant that's failing or I don't want to say failing, but struggling, let's say struggling. Uh, is it the service? Is it the product? Is it the, is it, is it the marketing? Is it everything in between or, or what do you generally see or where do you start when you go into someplace? Well, well, first and foremost, I keep the product out of it first. Um, and you know, my, my philosophy about that is, and, and we all know this, is that, you know, the, the, the top five pizza companies in the nation, in the world, basically, um, their product is, let's just say it's not artisanal, um, <laughs> yet they're highly successful. So when you talk about that, then you basically have to go back to the operations, food costs, and one of the biggest things, because we all know that the top five do nothing but market, 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 market. So it is brand awareness. So when I walk into a restaurant, I'm looking for fundamental basics that are missing, whether it's cleanliness. Um, a lot of it's attitude. By the time you know you go into a restaurant to look at, at problems, these problems have been compounding for a long time. It doesn't happen overnight, and I know you know this. Um, one of the things that is, is most relevant in, in the, uh, 
the failure of a restaurant, albeit very slow at times, is the attitude. It's the attitude of the owners. It's the attitude of the the um, uh, the employees. Uh, when business is not great, um, you actually uh, slow down in the things that you're doing. You don't clean as much. You don't prep as much. You don't prepare as much. You know, philosophy or the way you you're thinking about being successful in this industry really uh, starts every single morning that you wake up. You have to wake up and say, what can I do that's going to be great today? What can I do that's going to be great for me, for my family, or for my restaurant? Whatever you're passionate about. For the restaurant business, it is walking into that restaurant and making sure that your simple checklists are all filled out properly. Accountability. And as owners or operators or CEOs or CFOs or COOs of different companies, we have to be responsible for what we're doing in our restaurants to drive that success. So um, that's th- those. There's a very easy checklist. I have a three-day, you know, program that some of these new restaurants like to grab because it's really not that expensive. Yet I can go in and I can literally. Uh, off my checklist, go ahead and point out all of these different issues that I'm seeing. And in a very positive way, in a very constructive way, in a very let's fix this type attitude, Uh, not accusatory, not blaming, not yelling, not screaming, um, none of that. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of different things that have happened over many, many years that the people in the restaurant don't see on a daily basis. But when you get fresh eyes in there, you can pick them out and you can change them and yeah. turn them around. It's like when you when you have your, your children, right? As they grow and get a little bit taller, you as the person who sees them every day, you don't necessarily see them growing. But when you go see a relative after a year or two of not seeing them for a year or two, they're like, wow, you grew like 10 inches. And they notice it right away because it's a fresh set of eyes. Fresh set of eyes. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, listen, you're dealing with people's livelihood. You're dealing with um, employees' livelihood. There's There's a lot of very hot topic uh, and, and buttons to push when you walk in. Um, kindness, humility, uh, and, and the strength to be able to look someone in the eyes and say, I can help you. I can help you fix this. Um, but there's, there's not one you know, consultant out there, and, and I know quite a few. Um, you know, John Arena, Michael Shepard, Tony Gemignani, there's, you know, so many people out there that you know, that I know, um, that I respect a ton. And again, they're not walking into restaurants and yelling at people. These are all people like myself that have had concepts or do have concepts. We've been in the trenches on a daily basis. We have failed. Okay. I mean, that's an important thing to say. Um, you know, there's not one of those people that I've just mentioned that haven't closed a restaurant, right? Right. Uh, we do this on a daily basis. We put our pants on the same way. We go to work, we make mistakes, we have to learn. And that's why, you know, I love talking to you about this because, you know, in, in from a marketing standpoint, you know, Bruce, you, I come to you for help. I, I look to, uh, the people that I know that are much smarter in segments um, that I know I need to understand in the restaurant business to be successful. So it is a team effort. Yeah. I just talked to Lee Cockrell, who is the, uh, or was, he's retired now. He was the senior vice president of the Walt Disney World Resort Company, the whole company. Uh, and he managed 45,000 employees. And you touched on a couple points that he said the same thing. He's like, listen, the the two things that I did that separated our 
the Walt Disney World Company, which people look up to uh, for inspiration and for advice. He said, I hired people who were motivated. A lot of people ask me, how do I motivate employees? And I say, you don't motivate employees. You find motivated employees. And the other thing is that attitude is important, right? How people uh, look at their business or how they look at their jobs on a daily basis and come to work is the most important thing. If you have a bad attitude at the start of your day, whether you're the employee or the owner, that's going to trickle down to everybody else, and it needs to be cohesive between everybody. You need to be find people who are motivated themselves and then give them opportunity and then have a good attitude. Yeah, listen, I can't agree with that more. And, yes, everybody does look up to Walt Disney. They've been doing things for the past uh, 60, 70 years. Right. Uh, I'm not quite sure that that's completely accurate, but long time, right? And they continue to do it. And they continue to improve, innovate, and change based on the demographics around them. And going back to that, that you know, daily grind of coming in and out of the restaurant, if the owner, if, if whoever's in charge is in a bad mood, can't shake it, can't fake it off, then they need to make sure they communicate to everybody and, and let them know. Um, because our staff, it really mirrors what we're doing. Uh, if we're happy, the staff's happy. Things are light. If things are light and, and everybody's moving and excited about the day, I'll tell you what, there, there's been more than a dozen times in my career, Bruce, where I have literally willed a great day um, for whatever <laughs> reason. You know, and you know yeah, this yeah. because, you, you know, when you talk about kids, I've got six. I've got four of my own and, and two stepchildren uh, with my wife. Um, you know, things happen. So, Making sure that you can change your, your, the way you're thinking or, or your attitude before you go into the shop is a really important thing. And if you can't communicate and say, listen, guys, I'm just having a bad day. Can you guys rock this out for me? Do you have my back? And that, again, when you talk about motivating employees or attitude, that comment is so clearly correct that, that you know, you've, you've got people that are going to have bad days, but the core of, of, of their personality and, and what they love to do is, is, is usually very good. So motivate your, motivate your staff, lead by example, and be honest, be upfront. People want transparency. We see that all around us today. Yeah. I love the communication part. You just said that communication seems to be the problem with everything, right? Everything seems to end up as a communication problem, whether that be with your kids, your wife, your employees, your partners, uh, your customers even, right? If some customer complains about something or has a problem with something that they saw in an article or, a, or an ad or something, it's always just a communication problem. And the more open you are and the more you communicate with everybody, it sounds overwhelming and sounds like it's a lot of work, but it is. But I think that communication solves most problems. Right, it does. And I think it, you know, it's easy for me to say as I get older because there have been times in my life where I was a lousy communicator. There have been times in my life where my communication has cost me relationships or lack thereof communication. And again, um, you know, uh, I can sit here and bang on a drum with all my culinary awards and all the accolades and all these things, but bottom line is we are the same. We're the same people. And um, uh, while some of us may get more press and, and things like that, the, the, it really matters when you, when you strip all that down I'm a restaurant person and you're a restaurant person. The thing I can't fix, and there's been a few that I've walked into that I cannot fix, um, are the people that don't want to change. Uh, change is hard. Uh, change is absolutely necessary for success in the restaurant industry, period. I will argue that till, 
till the moon turns blue. But the bottom line is, if you're not innovating, if you're not thinking about five years from now, where you're going to be in this industry and how relevant you're going to be, then that five years is going to go by like a blink of an eye. You said that earlier. And you're still going to be doing the same thing. And you're going to wonder why your sales are going away. Well, you want to know why? Because people around you are changing and you're not. Right. So staying relevant is key. Yeah, it's so true. We see that happening now. People will email me or message us and say, hey, you know what? Uh, My sales aren't growing. They're going down uh, a little bit at a time. You know, it's not something that's super dramatic, but we're not growing like we used to do. And then you go look them up and you see that they don't do any kind of social media. And I don't think that social media is the only form of marketing that you need to do. Um, But like you said, there's different forms of marketing or getting some exposure that you can do that have changed in the last 10 years. And if you're too busy in your restaurant with your head down, uh, not reading up or listening to podcasts or reading books about what's happening, you, uh, the world moves so fast now, you're going to be left behind in like a year or two, not necessarily five years. Right. And, and as that revenue goes down, you're not saving for that rainy day anymore. You're, now you're using that, that, that lack of revenue to continue to run your operations. And I'm sure your operations are, gonna, are, are you know, when, when the customer base starts to go away and your revenue goes down, guess what? Your operations don't go down. They stay there. So there, there's that free fall down that slippery slope of, gosh, we don't have enough, uh, um, you know, revenue. We're going to have to cut a few people. Well, if your if your issue is 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 your staff or your your service, now you're just cutting out more of your service that is going to continue to hurt you, not you know fuel that resurgence of revenue coming into your restaurant. So that's a hard corner to turn. But once we turn that corner, then the light opens up. You, you get a, a renewed vim and vigor of, of your, your, your location and things like that, and you start making changes. Because once you start making those changes, you see the results right away. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to do, but this is a mental game. Yeah. That mental game. You know, you have a mastermind group. A lot of people use that mastermind title very, very uh, loosely these days. But, but the reality is, is that, that – any mastermind group is going to be made up of, of industry professionals in, in whatever industry it is. That mastermind group really needs to be um, at the forefront of, of, of showing people that, you know, again, everybody's here to help. Yeah, it costs money. Listen, we're all we all have to make a living. But I will go into a restaurant and I will consult with somebody first over the phone or by Skype um, at no charge, because if I can't help you, I don't want to make money off you. Bottom line. <laughs> right. It, it, it's not, it's, it's, it's doesn't serve anybody. I want to be able to help restaurateurs, um, new concept developments, uh, expansions and things like that. I want to help them because that's their goal and they want to improve or, or start a new or change. Um, then I'm going to get, you know, the phone calls or the emails that I get of, you know, people just saying, Oh my God, thank you for sticking in there. Thank you for helping us. Um, this is turning around. Um, and it's not a, you know, it's not a flash in the pan thing. It's like Expo real quick. When we go to Expo, we've got the Million Dollar Times Three workshop, Dan Collier and I. We've been doing this now. This is the fourth year. Um, we get people emailing us and calling. I've got friends now that have taken courses. Um, gosh, my last concept, you know, where we we grew to 15 stores nationwide before I merged it, um, we you know, I met that guy at, at Expo. He was in one of my uh, uh, seminars. So 
you know, those kind of things when we when we're we're at Expo and we're talking to people, um, I always let them know, hey, listen, the Expo, the, the our seminar is over. But here's my card. You can call me all year long. I'm not going to charge you for questions. I'm not, you know, now we are connected in this industry. Careful saying and, that on the podcast here. Well, it's true. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's the bottom line. If anybody wants to sign up for that three three uh, uh, million dollar times three seminar, you're going to be paying uh, a, a very small fee to get uh, some great, phenomenal 50 years of pizza industry. Um, you know, it's I, it sounds like a sa- shameless. Uh, pitch right now, but the bottom line is, it's it's what happens after that. Are you still going to be there for your people? Are you still going to be there for your friends? Um, I'm flying out next week to see a friend of mine uh, for nothing. I'm not charging him a dime. He's going to pay for my flight, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to help him with his restaurants. Bottom line, um, that's because we're friends. You know, that's because we're industry people. I've known this person for almost 20, 15 years. So. Um, you know, you strike up relationships. Those relationships are supposed to grow, and we all continue to help each other down the road. Yeah. That's what's going to make us successful. Well, now, since you mentioned it, let's plug your, your uh, seminar at the Expo. Where can people go get some more information about that, and uh, what day is that on? That's going to be uh, – it's the Million Dollar Times Three uh, workshop. It's going to be on Monday the 19th with Dan Collier and I. And if you go to Pizza, Pizza Expo – and then uh, click on workshops, million dollar pizzeria times three. Um, I'll have a link up on my website. My website should be launching by the end of the week. Uh, but if any of your listeners want to email me, they can email me at chef at glensibolski.com. So it's just chef at glensibolski.com, my name. And I'd be happy to send them a link or, or again, if they want to get a jump start uh, to to possibly talking about their issues at, at Pizza Expo. Um, there's a lot of really cool things coming out of Pizza Expo this year. I've been working on a, uh, a development of a new pizza box that really is going to change the way pizza is delivered in the nation. I know that's a big call to make, but the box is extremely innovative and very cutting edge moving into the future. So there's a lot of cool stuff. I love to meet people at Pizza Expo. Listen, I met you at Pizza Expo, Bruce, yeah. and, and we're friends now. Um, I, I've got so many friends across the U.S. and across the world that I only see once or twice a year. But, man, if I need something, I can call you. Vice versa. This is what we're here for. We're here to help people. Yeah, I always say people ask me if, if the Pizza Expo is worth it. And I always say, listen, it, just to go and network alone and to uh, get – it really motivates you, especially if you're in a pizzeria or you're a pizzeria owner, to go and see what other people are doing. And sometimes it's uh, – you go there and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm doing pretty well. Or you see people who are doing – have much more stores than you and have been built much bigger businesses. And you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. I can go talk to him. He's right there. I can ask him a question like yourself and get some advice to really go back and get motivated in your business. So I always say just go for the networking alone and to meet people and to get motivated for your business. So you can go back and get into your business and, and implement the things that you learn or you talk to other folks about at the expo. Yeah. Not everybody's trying to sell you things. You know, I'm not trying to sell you my workshop. If you, if you want to expand your pizzeria, if you want to get your, your revenue up to a million bucks or more, um, then Dan Collier and I can, can, can guide you through the minefield of that expansion. Yeah. I mean, listen, you should sell it. How much is your webinar? How much is your, uh, seminar? It's 250. So for $250, you can go meet with two gentlemen. And I know Dan, he's been on the show many times and he has a really successful business. Pizza man, Dan, if you're not familiar uh, I probably should know the episode numbers, but I'm it's, I'm drawing a blank right now. But he's been on the show many times. Great guy. Another guy, if you have a question about 
Uh, so for $250, if you're running a pizza business and you go to the expo, you can meet with these two gentlemen and like you guys have been through all of it. So any question that you think you could have, yeah. these guys know the answers to. And to be able to hang out with them and learn from what they've experienced in their businesses is worth the $250, in my opinion. And that's not, I'm not trying to plug your seminar. I'm just trying to give you my two cents. If you need that, that's where you should absolutely right. be. Because, you know, there was, there was, a, um, there was an operator uh, two years ago, and a young lady and her husband – and they came up uh, to me and Dan after the seminar, and she said, um, I said, how would you like the seminar? She goes, you know, and, and realistically, she was tearing up. She said, we couldn't afford to come. Our business is that, you know, not doing great. We couldn't afford to come. And we struggled and struggled about are we going to spend this money or, you know, should we just stay home? And um, – I guess this was a year after our, our seminar and, and they were there again and she came up and she goes, it's changed the way we do business. Our, our pizzeria is now making money, um, which is a great success story. And, and, and these things touch my heart. You know, I'm a chef. I'm, I'm, I'm an emotional guy because I love people and I'm very passionate about what I do. On the flip side of that, I, I, I had a, a recent uh, um, operator that, that came to the expo. Uh, they were late. Uh, at both workshops at, th at that point, this was two years ago, I think as well. Um, they were late walking in, they weren't prepared. Um, and after that, that person called me for, a, a to do a con consultation, which I agreed to. Um, and halfway through the consultation, it became very apparent that they did not want to change what they were doing. Uh, they thought they were right. Um, this isn't a right or wrong, uh, you know, I don't go out and talk to people to be right. I go out to talk to people and help them improve what they're doing right. and become more successful. So it can go both ways. And that's what, you know, when I was talking about earlier, um, you've got to be ready to commit to change. Uh, and if you are, then Pizza Expo, you're going to find every single answer that you need at Pizza Expo. And I tell you what, if we can't answer that, we're going to go back home. We're going to get into some research and we'll find an answer for you. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, I, I totally agree with that. So, Glenn, I know we said we got a hard stop here a few minutes. So, uh, glennsabolski.com is his website. If you uh, want to go visit him at the expo, you can go to the pizzaexpo.com. And we'll link all of that up in the show notes for this episode. So, if you want to just make it easy, go to smartpizzamarketing.com. Type in Glenn in the search bar. This episode will pop up, and we will have the links to everything. Glenn, on social media, his website, the Pizza Expo link, all of that over at smartpizzamarketing.com. Glenn, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Hey, Bruce, anytime, man. You know, this is great. I really appreciate it. Um, and, and I hope that everybody that's out there listening, if you need any kind of help at all, call somebody, uh, talk to somebody. There's a lot of great consultants out there, not just me. There's a lot of guys that have been through the, uh, the ringers and know how to help you improve your bottom line. So reach out to the people that love what you love. Uh, and that's the restaurant business. And Bruce, anything I can do for you, man, all you got to do is ask. Thank you, Glenn, so much. Have a great one. You got it. Bye-bye. All right, well, thanks, Glenn, for joining us on the show. Everybody go check out Glenn's website. We'll take all the notes for you. If you head over to smartpizzamarketing.com, we'll link up Glenn on Instagram, his website, him on Facebook, all of that good stuff. Just search Glenn Sobolski in the search bar over on our website. Uh, always great to talk to Glenn. If you're at, at the Pizza Expo this year, if you're listening to this live when it comes out in February of 2018, uh, we're going we're gonna to drag Glenn out of the Pizza Expo and have him come over and hang out with us for our meetup on Wednesday. So if you're heading to the Pizza Expo this year, email me, Bruce, at smartpizzamarketing.com or actually go over to our Facebook page. We have an event set up and just get a reminder. Like, hey, 
I want to go to this event. I'm interested or I'm going to go. And then when we uh, are there, it'll send you a reminder and you can come hang out with us, say hi. I would love to meet you guys in person. Uh, I love getting all the emails and messages on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. But it's really cool to see you guys in person when I go to these shows and actually get to shake your hand and say hello and put a face behind some of these names that I see online. So go check us out there. Also, I really have to say thanks to Susan at Our Town America. She's been a tremendous supporter of the show. She's been doing our sponsorship here for a long time, so I would love it if you guys would go help her and check her out. She's doing great things with new customers in your area. What they do is she was actually listening to the interview I did with Jeremy from Master Pizza, and she said, hey, listen, that's a great idea. They're using one-time variable-use codes to track what they're doing with their direct mail. She's like, hey, we can do that too. We can put one-time variable-use codes on any package that we send out, whether that be for a new mover or a follow-up program, and then force them to go to your online ordering platform to use that code, and then you can track it and have all of your information. Uh, they have great success. We've had some people who have actually been on the show who use her and customers, I mean, listeners of the show who use her. And I have to say, Susan's great. She's very responsive when it comes to emails. Uh, she'll work with you in your area. And, it, you know, just reach out to Susan, susan at ourtown.net, and see if there's anything that she can do to help you. You know, it doesn't hurt to just reach out and say, hey, this is my market. This is what I want to do. This is how much money I have for a budget. Is there anything you can do to help me get new customers? And uh, it's about a dollar, right? Would you pay a dollar for a new customer's email and address? Mm, I would. So go check it out, susan at ourtown.net, or head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash ourtown for some more information if I talked too fast there and you want her email and her phone number. And... If you need some help with your online marketing, we do that. We do digital marketing for pizzerias. But the only thing is we only work with one pizzeria per zip code, and many of them are already sold out. If you want to see – actually, don't go there if you just want to see. If you want some information and you want to talk to us to see how we can help you, you can do two things. You can email me, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com, or go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. Put in your name, your email, your phone number and one of us will contact you back and set up a time to talk and just discuss what we do. Uh, it doesn't hurt to have a 10 or 15 minute conversation, see if there's anything that we could do to help you in your business. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll see you on the next episode of the show. And if you're at the Pizza Expo this year, come say hello to me. See ya.